This is the Ali Le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Alain LaRouge podcast. As you've probably realised by now, Peter Hooten, your regular host, isn't with us today. Uh, Peter's tested positive for COVID. He's got a cough that has prevented him from doing the, the show. But he is doing fine. He will be back in a couple of weeks and uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, so you're stuck with me, Paul Wheelock, from the Liverpool Echo for the next 45 minutes or so. But I'm delighted to say we're welcoming back after the recent impressive debuts on the podcast, Ella Hooten, Kayleigh Brand and Naya Robinson. Naya, Kaylee, Ella, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I just want the international break to be over, to be honest. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I know. It's bad, isn't it, really? It just feels like the season's just got started and no. already we're going a couple of weeks without a game. But yeah, let's get, let's get stuck into it then because uh, we're saying that we're waiting for the next game to come around. We've had three already this season and I think it's fair to say Liverpool are doing okay. Uh, seven points from nine going into this international break. It could have been nine, of course, if... If Chelsea hadn't held on for that uh, point in Anfield last weekend, just a week on from the game, do you see it as a good point now, or you know, there was that feeling at the end it could have been two points dropped given they played with ten men for the second half? What, what are your thoughts on it? I think you've got to you've got to have the attitude, haven't you? That any time you drop points in Anfield, it's it's dropped points. You can't you can't get away from that. But I think for me, I think after last year and the ups and downs that we had last year. You just you don't want to just start the same. You want to just make sure that you're you're picking up your points. And I think I'm quite happy to not get beat by them. Does that make sense? So yeah. so early on in the season, um, just why we find the rhythm back, why the players all get back, and things like that. Um, so I think it's it's always two points dropped. But I think after everything that's happened last year, I think with all the players coming back, I'm quite more happy that we didn't we didn't get beat, which is not the attitude that I want to go with, but. I think so early on, I think you've got to take it, haven't you? I agree. I agree with Kaylee to a certain extent, but I think it's two points dropped. Um, we all watched it together, to be honest. Um, Kaylee was the more level-headed one out of the three of us. <laughs> Ella was the hot head and I was just below Ella, really. Ella was the um, Everyone around was looking at us like, Are these three for real? Um, but we were... I'm happy we got a point, but I think it's two points dropped because it's at home. I think 10 men Chelsea, we should sort of be winning. Um, at Anfield, it's sort of an, it was an advantage to us being at home as it was. Um, and for us to have one more, one extra player, I think we should have really put the game to bed. But I, I agree with Katie in a certain extent that we've still not lost against Chelsea because Chelsea are a very strong team and we did keep the forwards quite quiet, which I was quite happy with um, performance-wise, but we're lacking a bit of a finisher. See, I actually think, though, with the with the 10 men, I actually think sometimes, and it sounds stupid unless you, you, you understand it, but sometimes it's harder, I think, to play against 10 because I think the whole game plan of that team that you're then playing changes. And if you think, Chelsea, you're not going to be that team that hold the banks are they they, they want to win the game and they believe that they can but then when you go down to 10 men inevitably your, your game plan's going to change and then they hold then and it changes the way that you would maybe have played and I actually said for me personally I would have took the penalty to go in and him stay on the pitch and get a yellow just because I think you would have went in then right before half time level with a bit of momentum and then turn it round in the second half. Whereas I think when you went in with 10 men coming out and then going, right, okay, they're just going to sit now and try and 
play out for the point to not want to get beat. I just think sometimes it's harder. And I think sometimes, especially last year, we did struggle to sort of create and score, didn't we? And then when you're doing that against a team who were, who were as, as strong as Chelsea are, just with a, with a game plan of just trying to, you know, see it out and stuff like that, I, I just think it's harder. So I think although, yet yeah, sometimes 10 men, you should go, oh, yeah, you, you know, you, you should be winning. You've got more players. Sometimes it just doesn't play out like that, especially against a, a better team, a stronger team. So that's why I wasn't too. It's just, it's just hard, but but yeah, that was my. my Sorry. Sorry, we struggle anyway. I think creatively, we we struggle to break teams down when they've got eleven or ten. Um, if a team sits back, we sort of just pass it round and hope for the best, really, and we try and walk it in on all cross. Yeah, let's not talk about crossing. Um, <laughs> Um, it's like sometimes we just we just need to be a bit more creative and the likes of Thiago, that's what we've got him for to find them passes, but I just don't think we were on it just yet. But again, I I'm a little bit nervous myself. I think we was. I, I think just... it sends sends an offer in the game, didn't it? Let's be honest. It wasn't just... a sense off. I know, it it will yeah, it's <laughs> subjective like, but yeah. <laughs> I think two points dropped myself, to be honest. You've got um, to be that attitude if you yeah. want to win the league, haven't you? That's what I mean. But on the other hand, we did, they beat us at Anfield last season. No, there was no crowds yeah. and that, but it, that's that's another. But like Kaylee said, the way to look at it. But like, um, they they have got one of the best defenses in Europe, and we just couldn't break it down. And I think the after the sending off, they were defending anyway. So after the sending off, they just sat, sat back and thought, "We'll just take points here because." That's the way they play now. You've got Lukaku, but Lukaku just got pocketed by Van Dijk the whole game. He didn't do much, did he? And Matip as well, to be fair, he played well. As I know, I, I watched the game with my mates like you did, because uh, I wasn't working for once. And there were some people in the pub were saying about the subs. Obviously, uh, Thiago came on the second half, Simicus for, for Robert later on when he was injured, uh, when he was feeling tired. Obviously, Firmino came off earlier in the game injured. Did you think there was a... A call really for you know for for Oxley Chamberlain, giving you know where he can shoot from distance, or Cater because he started the season pretty well, or even a Minamino. What did you think of the subs? I just don't think the subs. We haven't got really an impact sub. Like for, in my opinion, I've had I've I've had Jotter in my starting eleven, so I wouldn't see him as like obviously he's good coming off the bench, but with Firmino, like I feel like he's declining at the moment. I just it's, it worries me. It actually does. Um, so, other than Jota or Firmino, I can't, anyone on the bench, I can't see anyone coming on and making an impact. And that's why I think in the summer we need to go out and get an attacker. But, and uh, Origi can't even get into the squad now, nowadays. He just, and, and, and Klopp like says in his press conferences, oh, he's got to say this because it's Klopp. Like, he's got to, like, have faith in his players, but he says, "Oh, he's happy with 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 his squad, and he's happy with." But I, I, I personally don't think he's happy with the squad. I feel like he wants those extra additions. I don't know what's gone on in in, in the window, but because you can't say he trusts his squad and Averigi not in the squad, and then last season loan Minamino out to Southampton middle of the season. I just, I don't know. I just don't buy it. <laughs> I think with the with the subs, I don't think you haven't got a for me. You haven't got a player where. You see warming up, you know, if you, you, when you need that extra little bit. For me, I don't think we've got a player that when you need someone and you look at them warming up thinking, yeah, they're going to come on and they're going to change the game completely. I don't think we've got that. Yeah, we and I think, I think you know, he, Klopp goes on about, you know, Oxide chamberlain and uh, you've heard rumours that he's been doing well in that, like, false nine and things like that and, and Kaita, but 
then then they don't play against Chelsea. Now Chelsea are going to be challenging for the league, and hopefully that's what we we want to do. And so, do you not trust them against those teams that you're going to go up against? Because you're saying all these things about oh, you know he's doing well, and you know he'll have an impact. Well, one they can't stay fit for long anyway. But then in those games, you, you, I mean, I know it's only the, f- the first one, but do you trust them to come on and and to, to do that? And that's the only thing for me. I just think, oh, I, d- I don't feel like someone warms up and I think, yeah, they're going to come on and they're going to they're going to have that impact of maybe some of the other teams that they've got. Um, it's just it's just that final bit, isn't it, for the in in terms of the squad and depth and things like that. So yeah, I don't I didn't get much confidence with the with the subs myself, like. No, I don't think Chamberlain's been the same since he was like really badly injured either. Mm-hmm. I mean, like his long range shooting was boss. Like you think, oh, Chamberlain's coming on, he'll mm-hmm. lash on from outside the box. And now you're kind of thinking, oh. <laughs> he just gives the ball away now, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I think he did get Chamberlain because you know before he got injured, he he was doing well, wasn't he? And mm-hmm. I think he could get him back to to where he was. And Kaiser sometimes he he comes on, plays for like three or four games and you think, yeah, like this is the player that we, we signed, that we wanted. And then he seems to go missing again. And then he comes back and he, he goes and adjust it. They're not consistent, aren't they? But I think if I think if you could get Oxley Chamberlain back to where he was, if you could get Kaita being consistent and being fit enough to, to last, then it's a different I think it's a different conversation then. But I think at the moment I just don't think it fills you with a lot of confidence, does it? No, I think Klopp is thinking we've never seen this team and he's got now fully fit. And he's like, maybe we see how they are mm. as fit as they are now type of thing. It's the fact that Salah and Manny are going the AFCON. I know they're only going to miss like three games, but we don't know what the isolation period is going to be. Because after quarantine, when they come back, that's another 10 days. And and so we're gonna rely on. I know Jota Jota's playing well, so you can't really put him into question. But for me, you know, Jota and who else? Harvey Elliott. He's eighteen years of age. You can't put all that weight of expectation on his shoulders, in my opinion. Like putting, he's a great player, but you can't rely on an eighteen-year-old to score your goals every game and get get assists. Well, no. two best players out. No, I was watching him once when we were watching Chelsea game, and I found that. Ella would tell you every time he got the ball, I was like, oh, Harvey's got it. Like, yeah. I was usually kind of about, like, you, you from three. That's what it was like about them. If they got it, for thought, oh, they'll make something, we'll create a chance, and we might get a little goal. But now I'm looking at, like, Harvey Elliott thinking, oh, he's going to run out of defender, and he might get past, and he'll set something up. And I can't believe him. Like, I mean, it's amazing that he's that good already. You know, he's, he's a talent for the future. He's a talent now. Um, he's only going to get better, but... It feels weird sort of watching him and thinking he's the player I actually want on the ball in that team at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I watched Harvey Alec play a few times last year for, um, for Blackburn and he did well. And I think that league, the championship, it's a tough league. It's, it's you know, you they play near enough every Saturday, Tuesday, don't they? They play a lot of games and he held his own. I think, I think he, he played in 42 games and he had 18 goal assists. For a, for a 17 year old kid, it's it's insane. It's it, it's very very good. But and I actually think I said to these on um on Saturday, I was actually impressed with he had a few little link ups with Salah, which I thought was like you know get you a little bit. But but I think like these have said, you're putting a lot of weight on on an 18 year old kid to come in and 
and and as an impact of you know you look at the other teams Lukaku Ronaldo Grealish you know it it it, it doesn't compare to it. Let's not mention Grealish. I'm still happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I, I like his attitude. You know, and I, I like he was positive. He didn't seem to shy away from the ball. Um, you know, and he had a he had a few good little spells where you think, God, he, he's he's a player. But like I said, you can't can't really put him all the pressure on him, can you? And although I do think I would actually rather I would rather him come on, I think, than than some of the other players we've got on the bench. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. That's the thing. We'll probably come on to the transfer window now, really, because I think I know the answer to this from listening to you. There's really interesting discussion. Harvey Elliott's a brilliant player, but are you are you slightly concerned after the window closed this week that no other player came in apart from Canarsie? I am disappointed. Like I, d- I just didn't expect it because when we were last on here, we was like, um, my dad was asking like what what players we were looking at. We definitely said the midfielder and definitely an attacker. We 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 thought it was just certain that it was going to happen, and we like didn't question it. And then it got like later on in the winter. I was just thinking because Klopp doesn't like to leave it that late. He doesn't really panic by except for January, but we won't talk about that because Matthew got an injury. But usually he likes to have the player in to get the preseason, and then he doesn't want to like throw them in at the deep end sort of thing. So the fact that it was getting later on in the winter when we hadn't bought anyone, I was just thinking it's not going to happen. And then like journalists were coming out saying Klopp's happy with the squad. He was saying it in his press conferences himself. So I feel like something changed there. I don't know what changed. We will. Go, I think we will out looking for an attacker and a midfielder. And sometimes with Klopp, if he doesn't get the targets that he wants, he'll wait. He'll happily wait. Like we, we know that with Van Dijk, we waited for Van Dijk and we didn't panic by and get by another defender. So maybe it was something to do with that, but. In my opinion, I feel like we needed. If, if Harvey Elliott has taken the midfield position, that's fine. But we're Van Adam, Gina Van Adam, he played 38 games last season in the Premier League, and we're not replacing that. And we can't really, in my opinion, we can't rely on Henderson, Thiago, and Fabinho to stay fit. Fabinho's been getting little injuries here and there. Henderson always gets an injury in the season, and it'll be out for a few months. He's getting older, isn't he? And Thiago is injury prone, but obviously he hasn't really been injury prone for us. He had that one injury, but I just can't see them them players playing on a Wednesday and then a Saturday or a Wednesday Sunday. I just can't see it myself. I can't see them staying fit. And the fact that we got uh, while Adams gone, it is a worry that we haven't replaced them. And with the attack, and you know my opinion on that, I just think Rafinha from Leeds is who I wanted. I just wanted him. I think he's boss, but. Yeah, just one of them, innit? See I what wanted I to replace Jeannie with Tielemans. I was happy if we if we went in for Tielemans, I'd have been made up. Yeah. I think really I good. Think, I think Leicester put like a hundred million on his head though. If you're trying to buy a player from the Premier League, they just put like loads of premium on the on the player, don't you? So it's hard. Like you're best going abroad. I don't think I think Tielemans was like eight eighty up to hundred million. Leicester wanted the thing or something like that. So what did they want for Basuma? Brighton for. Was it 35 to 4? Oh, yeah, I think though, do you know what? I think we've got to be a little bit a little bit realistic, haven't we? That we haven't got the whether that's a completely different argument, whether we haven't got the back and whether we haven't got the money or whatever. But the reality is we can't go out and do what the likes of City do, do what the likes of Chelsea do, do what the likes of United do. We can't do that. We haven't got that. And I think if you look, I, I think I seen something the other day saying we were the 
out of the top 13 clubs in Europe, we've got the we spent the least. Like then then our net spend is, is the smallest, which and then you look and you think, okay, so our net spend is the smallest out of the top, but but we've gone to two Champions League finals, we've won the league and we've gone toe to toe with the league. So for what we've what we have access to, it blows out the water of how well we do with what we've got. So I think you know, we're moaning about, oh, like, you know, you know we needed the sign and we needed that sign, but we, we can't do what the other clubs do. And I think, you know, our starting 11 on paper, I think it, there's an argument to say you wouldn't really change a lot about it. I think it's more the squad depth. I do think it is a little bit wooden at times that the forward line, we maybe need someone who can come on. I know we've got Jota, but like Dee said, I think Firmino, man, I've been dipping a little bit. But if you look at the players, I, I said to these before, if you look at the signings that we've made, off the top of your head, who have we signed from what you'd say would be another top five European club? There's, there's only we got Thiago from from Bayern, and that's it. But and that was the, but the other ones you've got you got Robbo from Hull, you've got Mane, Van Dijk from Southampton. Um, okay, you you bought Oxley Chamberlain from from Arsenal, but you wouldn't really say Arsenal. No disrespect to them, but you wouldn't really say Arsenal with a with a top team anymore, would you? Jota from Wolves, you got a few from Leipzig, but. You know, when you look at the other teams, you've got oh, oh, so so Chelsea need a striker. Okay, they just go and go and buy Lukaku. Man United go and go to Juventus and get you know, however many time Ballon d'Or winner. PSG, yeah, they might have got all these players on a free, but they've got the pull to go and get those players. You know, you've got PSG have just got someone from Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona. It, you know, we can't compete with that. Um, and I think the players that we get, he's very selective with who he buys. Klopp, like you said, if they're not gonna, if he doesn't think they fit, he's not gonna go and buy them. But those big, big name players, I don't really think we buy them. I think we make them. You know, your, your Salah, your, your, your Manor, your Van Dijk, Allison—they're all good players. But since they've come into Liverpool and since they've come in under Klopp, they've gone from here way up there. So we think the starting eleven. I think. Arguably, it's not you're not going to get someone who's going to come in and and and, and take the, the place. We haven't got the pull to bring those other players, so we think I don't know whether we're seeing all these other teams doing all these businesses, and we're getting a little bit like, oh, well, we want that, we need it, you know. And is it really as bad as maybe we're making out to be? Maybe that is just something that we'll see throughout the season. I think. Yeah, I'm a little bit like that at the minute. I do think squad depth, but it, I think squad depth's always been a thing for Liverpool. Do you know, I don't think you looked at like City and you go, oh, their their second string could go and probably challenge for European place. But I don't think we've we've never had that. And um, we've always sort of had a, an, an eleven, and there may be like a few little players. So, will we ever be able to have the back and to have the pull to have the wages to be able to have a second string as good as some of the other teams? Just one of those things, isn't it? But only only time will tell. I think what how bad of a transfer window that we didn't we didn't do will will be. I think we're a bit behind though. Um, watching big clubs that are our competitors buy these massive players. United have just got Ronaldo back, and nearly had a heart attack. I was thinking, oh my god, <laughs> you messing? And then he take back Vegas, who I wanted for us, and we get him like. But I was like. And these are like top quality players. I mean, Jack Reedus to Man City is like an investment. Man United buying, well, getting United, um, Ronaldo back 
they'll make money, so much money back in shirt sales. I think we need to be smart. If we do one big sign and we will get money back with the likes of shirt sales and things like that, it's... I'm going to get the whole lot back, are you? Yeah, we're going to get the whole lot back. <laughs> we need to sort of compete. I think our squad right now isn't strong enough to compete the way the, the, the likes of Chelsea and United are going to think they're going to be really, really good this season. And I, I, think don't, I don't well. agree with United being good. I just feel like... <laughs> Both Sancho, he's a good player. He's the both Ronaldo, obviously, he's a great player, and Varane. But they, they haven't got it. They need to, a midfielder, and they didn't go and address that in the summer. I honestly don't think they're as good as everyone makes out. Well, Pogba on Chelsea, Chelsea, I think Chelsea are going to be up there for the title, definitely, because Tuchel's a great manager. Yeah, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer does not worry me one bit. Honestly, <laughs> I watched the game against Wolves the other day and they were absolutely awful. And I can't believe they didn't get beat 4 0. And then they got that jammy goal at the end. Honestly, I don't worry about United. And I know they're bringing in Ronaldo, but goal scoring's not a problem for United. They, they score all the time. It's the defending. Varane didn't look great in this first game, to be honest. But I just, they needed a, a midfielder, someone like Basuma, someone to come in and protect the back four. And they didn't get one. So I don't worry about United this season. What? I think what? once he sack Ali and get a good manager in, then I might be worried. But will <laughs> he do that? I'm all right. The only, the only thing about Ronaldo for me is uh, you, you've seen him carry teams on his own. Like if if they need to, someone to win a game, he's thirty six. I know, but again, he's he, he'll carry a team if he wants to win. He'll win. That's that's like. What what his sort of selling point is? If he wants, I to feel like that United didn't even want him though. I I read something like they would offer Ronaldo a couple of times in the window, and they said no. The minute City were linked him, and he was going to go to City, they just jumped in. So they just bought him for like they didn't need they don't need him. It could hinder a player like Green. Um, it could hinder a player like Greenwood in the start eleven. He's going to be a brilliant player, and bringing Ronaldo and cut into that. And I just think it wasn't needed because they needed to address elsewhere. And in my opinion, I think that they needed the midfielder um, to compete this season. In a weird way, we were happier that Ronaldo went to United than City because, yeah. you know, we we do we are we are known for having a low net spend but in the end as amazing that is to brag about and we are good at what we do buying players and building and creating them obviously we've not brought anyone into sort of create now but we don't get a medal for that not being funny we get a medal for being this low net spend we don't. I think though that clock has done so well with the um with the like with what he's had. Like to be honest, the money he's got to spend, it's not great, is it? And obviously we haven't got the money, like Kaylee says, we haven't got the money City, PSG, and Chelsea have. It, we can't compete with that. So the only way we can buy players is by selling. So we sold a few fringe players this summer. So I thought we would get at least one player in. So in, in my Personally, I'm not asking for, and then obviously it'd be nice to get them back. It's never happening because the wages, but I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not asking for players like that. Personally, I just want a 20 30 million player, pound player that can improve the squad, and that, that'll make me happy because I know for a fact that clock can improve players. And yeah. you've seen the shot there with, with every player he's bought, 
bought a few. It, they've done amazing at Liverpool. So, uh, like, me personally, I know you see fans on Twitter, like, moaning about the signings and they want this and that and, like, crying about, like, players going elsewhere. Obviously, it, it is... We can't compete with that. At the end of the day, we can't. Unless we've got new owners, we're not competing with other teams, like, in that way. We've got our own structure and it's worked so far and now maybe we do need a, ch- a little change on we should be buying, like, a £20 million player, even if we're not getting money back. I think... The owners aren't, and they don't put their own money in. We, we, we literally, whatever comes in goes out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I was like, all I wanted was a midfielder or an attacker, either or, just to improve the squad. I don't, I'm not asking for Mbappe. I did, I did want him, but it's never happening. So the wages, how much of a Madrid are? That, that worries me. That PSG are um, getting offered 200 million for a player who's free in 12 months. They just sit there and, and ignore it. That's that's worrying for football, in my opinion. It's a bit frustrating because I know Mbappe's probably not going to happen. Haaland's <laughs> not going to happen. But like when you read the quotes from these players, they admire Klopp, don't they? Anyone yeah. who's watched Liverpool under Klopp, I think as a football player, you'd want to come, wouldn't you, yeah. to come? And it's just what you were saying there. That I think like FSG have had the model and they've done some great things and they've some, done some bad things, this, as, you, as Peter's discussed on this podcast over the yeah. years. But do you think... Maybe in the next two years before Klopp potentially leaves in 2024, that they may have to, you know, loosen the purse strings a bit and maybe change the model a little bit. Not because what they've done's not worked. We it's clearly as in the trophies that are in the uh, you know in Anfield, but it's just as you were saying, City spend, Chelsea spend, United spend, other teams are spending. Do you think at some point they might have to change a little bit? We have to. Like there's no I don't think there's another answer to it. We have to. Um I don't know what the appeal is to the French League, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> I don't see it. Um, apart from the money, I mean, if I got offered their wages, I probably would go as well. But, again, if you're a top player, you want to sort of play with the best, I think. I think, you yeah. know, if the Prem team would come in and offered you, like, not not half, but a bit less, you'd go, I'd be known a bit more if I won the Prem there. You know, I'd, I'd tick that box off. The likes of, like... Messi, if you picked, say, Man City, like that rumour last year, was it? You know, would you think if he did go, that would be more impressive for him, for his legacy to go? I've gone City and I've, I've won the Prem as well, so I can do it. They are, like, the argument with Ronaldo is he's done it everywhere, but Messi sort of always is in, like, a ready-built team. Um, so I, I just don't see the appeal, but we, we need to start spending, like everyone else, and the game's changing. Clubs are getting more money um, and we're sort of sat there, sort of, not not letting left behind, but we potentially could. I feel like regarding um, FSG, I feel like they were relying so much on this Super League to happen, and I feel like they've had years and years of planning in the Super League, because it wasn't overnight, we all know, it was like years of planning with the Glazers, we all know that, um, so they, they wanted the Super League to happen, it was like the NFL for them. And I feel like it wouldn't surprise me if they sell up now, honestly. I feel like what they've done this summer is got give the contracts out, uh, renewed like all the assets, they're getting the stadium, the um expanding the stadium. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Because what where can they go from here? They haven't got the money. Effort um financial fair play, it's not a thing anymore. They're bringing in a new thing, a salary cap. And that's what FSG's lived off, the financial fair play. And now we, we we can't have that anymore. So I honestly it wouldn't surprise me, but I just feel like yeah, 
because they're not they don't put the money in so we don't get much money back because we haven't got many fringe players now to sell next summer when you think about it who are we going to sell next summer and um, obviously we need Salah to get tied down to this contract because it's worrying me that's gone on this long as well yeah I think like you just said though I think what you, you hear all these players that you you could dream about playing for us the Harlands, the Mbappes who say oh you know the way Klopp is I love him as a manager you know the way that Liverpool play is like one of my favourites to watch and, you know, the fan base, you know, people go on about it, but like, if you've ever been at a European home game when we need to win, <laughs> I, I go and there's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. So you've got one of the best managers who I think not only is a, is a manager, but he's a good coach and he's a good person. You've got, you know, the stadium's improving all the time. The way we play is what you want. As a footballer, when you're, Thinking about what team you you, you know you, no respect you don't want to be in a team that just hoofs the ball hoofs the ball you want to play so we play attractive football we've got so much to pull like if you're a football player you know when we challenge as well you know like I said you've got two Champions Leagues and two league runs in the last couple of years that's what that's what it's about so on paper you've got everything you've got everything that you would want to pull and it's just that final little bit. That, that that stops those players from from coming to us. So yeah, it's frustrating when you, you you hear all these players that you go, oh, I would love to have them, and then they go and they, they sign for Chelsea or they go and they sign for you know PSU, whoever it might be. It it is it's incredibly frustrating. But I don't think I think it's so under undervalued, underestimated what Klopp's done. I don't think if you brought in another manager and given what Klopp's had, we'd be way off. We wouldn't even be. I just don't think we'll be even anywhere close to what, what he's done. And I think yes. I think you'll see that once he goes. I do, unless something changes, I think once he goes, I think it'll fall apart. And I think, you know, is it already starting to crack? You know, like... Turn into Arsenal. Worries pardon? me. We could turn into Arsenal. It worries me. <laughs> no, but you think about how, how well, how, how good they were, what, like... We're old now, aren't we? Fifteen years ago, something like that, and look at them now. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't want that. You don't want that to happen. And and it's it's just a, such a shame because we've got such a good brand. We've got like everything, and it's just it's just that that final little bit. So yeah, it is. It's definitely frustrating because I, I read something um the other day. I think Jenna was a brief that we were going to have a big summer next summer. Um, apparently. But I feel like we've left ourselves with so much rebuilding. I know our squad, um, our team's amazing. I'll start 11, like Katie said, best in the league, if all fifth. But how old are our players getting? Like next summer, I think Salah's 30. I think Firmino's 30. I think Manny's 30. I think, or 29. So it, it is a lot of rebuilding. And I feel like we'll get to next summer again and it'll be another, like, oh, we haven't got the money. It's next summer. And I feel like. They need to give Klopp something back. He's given us so much, and like they don't, and it worries me. But I, like I said before, I don't want to be spending all this money. But we need when we won the Champions League, for instance, any every player would want to come to Liverpool. We just won the Champions League. We had all this money. We obviously made a lot of money from that Champions League. We're winning it in Madrid, and we brought in no no offense to them, but Adrian and that Van der Beek. After winning the Champions League, we should obviously we won the league the next season, but that's not the case. We should have freshened up there as well, so it hasn't left us with so much to do next summer. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is worrying, and I hope Klopp 
um, gets back and next summer, but I just can't see it again. It's just, you just, I don't know. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. He'll definitely be spending uh, these next two weeks just praying that there's no injuries, put it that way, won't he? Uh, and I know before we started recording, it said like Minamino's picked up a little injuries, left the Japan squad, but I think uh, the people at the Echo are saying that it, it's not serious. But uh, th- th- I was when I was last in work on, uh, I think it was Friday, uh, no, Thursday, sorry, I, w- I was reading about uh, Virgil van Dijk, he dislocated his finger, didn't they think Harlan did it as well? Like, But he played on throughout it, which is just typical Virgil van Dijk. Just how impressed have you been with you know his level of performance since coming back? Because we all know he's the best defender in the world, but you can't forget he, was, he had a terrible injury, didn't he? But he's, he's come back looking good. Yeah, I think when he's playing, he makes me like I said before to the girls, like he makes me feel safe. I don't know, it's weird feeling like he's just like dead secure, and I feel like he hasn't looked like he's been out for eight nine months. He's just come into the side, he's just played how he plays, and I just think it's it's just great having him back, isn't it? Like we don't need to like last season we were worrying about like conceding in the like the last minute, and we we would concede a lot of times, and then we wouldn't be scoring at the same time because we went through that little phase where we didn't score like. And, I think six games or something. Um, but this season, like now you can just win a game one nil. I feel with him at the back, because he's that good. And with Matthew back as well. Matthew looks always oh, just hilarious, isn't it? I love Matthew. So yeah, <laughs> it, it is happening back. And I just you said about the finger before. Um I heard last a couple of seasons ago we played with two broken ribs, so that won't phase him <laughs> at all, will it? Um playing with a broken finger. But yeah, hopefully he can yeah, carry on the way he's he's been. You've missed his long balls as well. When we were, I just every time he does one, I just think that's what we missed last season. Like he just picks people out, doesn't he? It just takes players out the game. You think, yeah, that's, that's when people say, oh, you know, one player doesn't doesn't change anything. No, it wasn't. No, but then when you watch him play, he's he's just he he just has everything. He's just like he's like the coolest man ever, isn't he? And he just I just think him taking him out of the team, it just changes not only your defence but your attack as well. And then also, like you know, if you you've got him behind you compared to somebody else, it changes the way that you going forward are gonna gonna think are gonna play. And I mean, what was it? What was the goal the other the um, the other week? What was the goal where he, he got it and he just clipped it over? Did he clip it to Elliot and then? And I, I, I sent it to some of my mates, and I just said, you know, when you've said all last year that oh, you know, he's he's not, it's not all. I just just watch that, <laughs> you know. We we just haven't had that. It's just, it's it, he just sees everything. It, it's his vision. It's his, you know, he, he instructs everyone. He's an he's a threat going forward. You know, from corners, free kicks, you gonna feel confident when you come out. You could you sit there, don't you? And he could be one on one, and you just. You go. He, he's, I fancy him. He's, he's going to get it. He's, he's going to stop it. And he's just. Um, I just. I'm like this. I just. I just want him to get through the first four, five, six games, and then I think you'll just. I think we'll just see him back to, to, to what he was. But no, I love him. I think he, he's. What was he? Did he have like a ninety-two percent pass completion against Chelsea? He had. I think he played a couple of long balls, didn't he? Won his tackles, won his aerial chances. He just changes the whole dynamics of the team. I think. And it's only a broken finger. Get on with it. If he'd gone off with a broken finger, this <laughs> <laughs> put it back in. But I think him and Matter for like our best two 
Yeah, it sounds horrible, but I don't want to see Gomez in that back that back four. It matters, mate. I just don't yeah. want to see him. I think you go on about Van Dijk a lot, don't you? Because he is just this like I'll say it again, this big cool guy. But that is just Matip is just as you know. I, I like Matip as well. I think he, he goes under the radar a little bit more. Maybe he likes that. Maybe maybe that's why he plays so well because he does. Go under the radar a little bit because I've got the fan that you think you know Lukaku goes and sits on on Matip, but Matip was a free, wasn't he? If he was, he's the best free I've ever yeah. seen. So I think you've, I think you said they're the, they're the two centre backs going forward. One final one before we start looking to the games next weekend and the week after that. Who's your strike force then? You know, you've you've touched on Jota and Firmino. Who going forward when they're all fit? Say Firmino, touch what it is in a serious injury. Who who do you start up front? I'm starting. Let these go first because it's going to be the same. Salah, Jotham, and Mane. Hopefully, Mane gets back to form. Um, and then I, I don't know. I might I put Elliot in sometimes as well, just to like against like I don't know. I'm not against like Chelsea. He plays against Chelsea, but I mean like as the front three because he's been playing in midfield as well, hasn't he? But um, yeah, Defo, Salah, Jotham, and Mane for me. I just feel like for me, you know, is a Klopp loves him, doesn't he? He loves him in the big games, and that's why he plays them against Chelsea. But because he holds up the play and that, but he do, he's not scoring enough for me. He's not assisting enough for me. His, his stats last season were great, work, really. Um, so yeah, I Jota just doesn't do much the whole game, and he'll just slot it in the corner. <laughs> it's like slaughter <laughs> every game. <laughs> I think Firmino was pick, gets sort of picked though because of his movement off the ball sometimes because he makes the space, doesn't he? He creates loads of space for the for the likes of Mane and Salah. He pulls the fence out and then to sort of just go in behind. But I'm the same as you. I, I'd sort of I'm not the biggest fan at the moment. Um, I think he's the same in a way. Yeah. I think lost his mojo a little bit, but so is Mane actually. But I'd, I'd definitely put Jota in there with Salah and Mane. I think you've got to at the moment, haven't you? I mean, these go on about Firmino. I Firmino's one of my be- my favourite players for, for, for years. And I think when he plays well, we play well. Yeah. Um, but if he has, he has fell off a little bit, hasn't he? And, you know, my hope was that with the fans coming back in, he'd, he'd pick it back up. But I think, like you said, man, he's dipped a little bit as well. I think Salah's just Salah, isn't he? He's just, just yeah. he's got to be in there. You, Jota, as they said, he, he pops up with a goal, so... You gotta play him, and then don't know. Would do you do you go with Elliot because at least he's not had a bit of a dip in form. But then if you take Mane out, is he gonna? Is that gonna affect his confidence? It's there's a lot. Thank God I'm not Klopp because I wouldn't know what to, I don't know what to. But definitely, I think you've got to definitely play Salah and Jota, haven't you? But as for the other one, that can be Klopp's headache. <laughs> No game this weekend while we're speaking because of that international break, but it's a, a cracking one to go back to a week on Sunday away at Leeds United. Uh, not at the best of starts, have they? They got, they got well beaten at Man United and then they uh, drew with Everton at home and then I think they drew Burnley last time out. What kind of game are you expecting for Liverpool there? Oh, and then they'll probably turn up, won't they, against us to start, to start a look. I think they, they were very hit and miss, I think, last year, wasn't they? I think some games you'd watch them and you'd think, yeah, like, these are the team, these are the way that he has them playing and and things like that, and then the next week they they nose dive again. Um, so I just I just think they're, they're inconsistent, but I think they're probably turn up, won't they? It's a, it's a way, isn't it? At a at Elm Road, so they've got the fans as well. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm expecting them to turn up. I'm expecting them to turn up and be a tough game. But sometimes I actually think 
the games where people where the teams try and play actually try and play against us we play better anyway so yeah. part of me thinks no yeah no turn up turn up and have the crowd going and after all the rest of it because i think we thrive off that and i think we find those little pockets of space then when another team comes at us um so i i think and i think it'll be a tough game if they do do that but then I still think I still think we should have the personnel to to beat them, but yeah, now I'm expecting them to turn up because you can't go another game having a stinker, can you? And mm. you've got to get up for Liverpool, haven't you? Yeah, they're an attacking team though, and I yeah. think that's going to play into our hands because counter-attacking wise, we can just find them gaps and we've got the pace up front to just get in behind. But defensively, me and Ella were saying before, leads are shocking. I mean, yeah. the great. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like when we had the likes of Lovren and <laughs> it's oh, it's a bit painful to watch. I think I always feel sorry because I think attacking wise you're brilliant, but you what we used to be like <laughs> defensively, we, we just can't, can't do it. Yeah, I think it's a hard game to go back to because, like you said, they are attacking and they will get up, get at us. But I think, like the girls have said, like that'll play into our hands because um, we'll have the space to get in behind and. They are shocked. Well, the, the games I've watched, they've been played in, they've been shocking defensively. So hopefully, the shocking defensively against us and we win. <laughs> then after that, on the Wednesday, a week on Wednesday, AC Milan uh, come mm. to Anfield for the first Champions League group game. Everyone knows the history between Liverpool <laughs> and AC Milan. And it'll be the first full house in Anfield, won't it? A big crowd since that Atletico Madrid game you know, a long time ago now, before all this coronavirus happened. I know it's a tough group, Milan, Atletico mm. Madrid, and Porto. Liverpool always seem to play, uh, but it's a, it's a that is an exciting game, isn't it? First, that's proper football back again at Anfield, isn't it? Proper Champions League match that AC Milan. Yeah, we need to win though, don't we? I feel like Anfield's under the lights on a European night does not on better, and we just need to to win. Like because I feel like I think we've got Porto away next, and then we got the two Atletico Madrid games back to back. And them games are not going to be easy. Like, we don't want to be going to our last game needing to win to get through. Like, because the last game's not at Anfield. It's not at Anfield, I don't think, the last game. I think it's away at Milan, actually, the last game. I'm not too sure. But um, so we need to get off to a good start, get three points on the board, and um, hopefully we can do Haven't we done that the last couple of times? Though? It's, gone, it's gone down to, like, to the last... Yeah, I think so. But I think we were, always at, I think we were always at Anfield over the last game. So you wouldn't be bothered because you'd think, oh, yeah, we're at Anfield, we're sad. But if we're at our way for the last game and we need something, no, I don't want that. <laughs> so I want to just get three points on the board. Just win the game. I don't AC Milan on the AC Milan we played in 2005. So hopefully we'll be all right. <laughs> You've got yeah, Giroud, though, haven't you? I like Giroud. He's got COVID, I think. Yes, he has. Yeah, yeah. There's some yeah. doubts on where he'll be. I, I don't think, I think if he's out now, he won't be back because unless they want to rush him back, he won't be training that, will he? So depends how bad he is, though, doesn't he? Because only have a mind. I know, but. They were not looking at giving superpowers. They were not looking at giving superpowers. They were coming Yeah, so we've got uh, Leeds first and then Milan after that. So, uh, yeah, it's. I know there's been frustration on this podcast about the, the transfer window and I completely understand, completely agree with you. But if going forward over this next month, I think the six games in September when we come back to action, if the players can stay fit, confident that, by, you know, the next international break, I think the last game before that is City, Liverpool's have done well, you know, in the league and in the Champions League. 
I hope so. I, I feel like if we, like you said, if we keep the players fit, Van Dijk fit, the, the back four fit, the midfield fit, and the front three fit, we can Just compete. Yeah, but, uh, well, the whole team keeps them fit, and we can compete in the Champions League and the Premier League. Not the cups though, because cup doesn't can't be out of the bank. Yeah, it'll be the kids' knowledge. But I think are you going to get a draw, by the way? Everyone else gets like a daddy oh, yeah. in the cup, and then there's us. Oh, a prem team again. Oh, another prem team again. <laughs> Who did United get? Like, no, I think <laughs> even worse. Oh, I think on paper, I think up until the next international break, you've got a fancy. You, I mean, you've got to take four points against the teams that we've got. I think we've got Norwich away, is it? I think with Palace at home. Who else Brent do we play? Away. Brent Brent. Away. I bet you I bet you Brentford might do us over. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, you know, if on paper you look at it, so we've got what we've got Leeds. You still gotta fancy yourself against Leeds, then you've got Crystal Palace at home. You've got to win your home games, you've got to win them all. You know, you can't be dropping points at home. Then Norwich away, you've got to fancy yourself against them. And then is it Brentford away? And then is it City after that? Yes. No, you've got a few you've got your Champions League games in between them, haven't you? But but yeah, no, you've you you'd like to think that you could go and try and take four points up until the City game and and then if you go and take points off City as well, going the into City, an international City, break. Home or away the City game? Uh, home. Home. Sunday the third of October. So you could go, you know, you could go and play those those four games pre, like before the City game. And then you've got City at home. You'd like to think that you could have got what? All your points against the in the Prem, you could you'd hope that you'd pick up and be on your way to getting through the the Champions League group. Then going into City, taking points off them, and then fingers crossed that no one gets injured on the international break and come back and, and push on from there for Christmas because then it's a busy period over Christmas, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, we will be back the Ali Rouge podcast after that Leeds and Milan games. Leeds and Milan games, I should say, and then all being well, uh, yeah, Ella Peter should be back for then, shouldn't he? Think it'll be all right in two weeks' time. Hopefully, hopefully, be happy when we've won all our games. But yeah, now yeah, Ella, Kaylee, it's been an absolute pleasure just to, to listen to you talk about Liverpool FC, and I'm sure you'll be back on the podcast again, won't you, throughout the season, if that's all right? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to. Well, enjoy your weekends, and again, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red Channel.